at this time in the afternoon uh, we will do together metta meditation <coughs> loving friendliness or loving kindness meditation and this is very much a uh, partner practice to insight that is in a sense a way as I found it to create a whole or balanced approach to transforming the heart and mind the insight practice particularly good at unpacking our conditioning or our habitual way of doing things so that we can gain clarity with regard to how to do things differently. So there's a a self-knowing, a self-knowledge that comes through insight practice and we can think about this as training the mind. And we can think of metta as training the heart. Now in the Eastern contemplative traditions, the heart and mind are not actually separate, but in terms of organizing our thoughts or having some orientation uh, or location for these different practices, and then we can see how they overlap and connect, we could say that the meta practice is cultivating uh, heart qualities of benevolence or friendliness. Metta practice is both a concentration and a generative practice. And what that means is, as a concentration practice, the recitation of phrases can stabilize and quiet the mind. And in this way, metta practice is also a foundation for insight. And as a generative practice, metta is intended to generate or cultivate what... uh, what the folks that I uh, sit my winter retreat with in Burma call the metta mind state, a very distinct, uh, cool, open, uh, connected, interconnected, benevolent mind state that sees the goodness, uh, if you will, an equal goodness in all beings. Uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a non-discriminating mind state and when the, when the metta mind state is, is uh, quite strong, we, we look at the world and other people through a particular kind of filter where there's no hostility. It's, it's quite difficult actually to get perturbed or frustrated. So metta is understood to be the antidote or opposite of dosa in Pali. Dosa is frustration, annoyance, ill will, anger, whole references a whole scale of mind states that harm us irregardless of whether they lead to an action that would hurt another person. They, they, dosa has a heating quality, an agitation to it. And I think I might have said this last night, even if we don't identify as a particularly angry person, this word dosa that we translate 
often as anger, as many Pali words, uh, indicates a, a nuance of human experience that we're all subject to. And, and I think if we're all willing to be uh, quite honest, we'll see that dosa is often at play. And in fact, going on meditation retreat and asking yourself to sit from 6.30 in the morning until 9.30 at night and lose some control over your schedule and food and you're invited to take what's offered and it may or may not be what you prefer and you might be tired at times and confused or you know any number of different things can happen and probably have in three quarters of a day you've probably seen a lot of different aspects of your own mind and I think somewhere in there probably there's been some dosa And metta practice is a way of softening, uh, softening this dosa. It, it creates a, in the long term anyway, uh, a tenderness that's very uh, supple. And, and this, this, this suppleness is not just the heart, but the, but the mind loosens in a way that stays aware, but there's, um, the mind is less bounded in a sense. And so we do this practice in part to help shape a perception through which we see other people and uh, if we follow this to its, this idea or notion out to its logical conclusion, it would make sense that if we, if we were operating from a place of metta, we would be more patient, more kind, more compassionate to others. And also it's true that practicing metta simply nourishes within ourselves a radiant quality of benevolence and friendliness um, that brings great peace to our own experience. It changes, it changes something. And in my experience, it can be a hard practice. It can, what I'm advocating for, which sounds most people would say, well, that sounds really good. I would like to go through the world that way. And so great that we have a practice that can make that happen. And, um, but it does need to be cultivated. We, 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 we cultivate metta, bhavana, napali, bhavana. It's like working a garden season after season. Um, if you've ever done any gardening, uh, particularly if you're putting bulbs in the earth rather than whole plants, um, you'll notice that they they grow more beautiful season after season. In fact, they don't even always show flower the first, the first, I'm just learning this, I planted some bulbs this year and not much happened and I went back in and did some research and learned that if you're planting bulbs, depending on what you're planting in the region, you might not get any flower the first year. You know, so I have to wait till next spring. I found that metta is very much like that, and so we should we should start now. We should we should start uh, as soon as we can. 
so uh, patience, kanti, is important uh, for the development of metta. Metta can feel mechanical or uh, rote. Uh, it, it can it cannot have at the beginning the heart qualities that I speak of and we read about in the in the teachings. Though I give this disclaimer because while I give this disclaimer to normalize that possibility for anyone who has had that experience or may have it while here this weekend, uh, I've given this disclaimer before uh, to groups of people in a workshop setting even without the the depth of quietude that we have on retreat and gone around and uh, question and answer period at the end and, and people really taken aback by the practice, really caught off guard by how effective it can be. So I encourage you just to be open and, and, and see what your own experience is and like everything else we do, don't put too much expectation on it and be really curious and invested in a possibility of something uh, something significant, actually. Uh, we can be open to that. And, and when, when that optimism closes, see if you can find it. See if you can open that door again all through the, throughout the weekend. See if you can recall within yourself the... the underlying driving force and motivation and aspiration that encouraged you to come on retreat, to read a Dharma book, the whatever is underneath um, whatever is behind the core drive and in, in waking up the heart and mind. Keep finding that. <clears throat> and maybe metta will actually help with that. So for the practice, you're encouraged to be comfortable, but again, not in a way that would uh, encourage sleepiness or laziness, but be, be gentle and kind with the body. Take whatever posture you like. If you want to take a few long, really full breaths, Maybe let the morning and early afternoon go on the exhale. This is a fresh moment, a fresh period of meditation practice. We don't have to carry anything forward. Noticing any sounds breeze, the birds. Noticing perhaps the quiet and still atmosphere of the meditation hall. Perhaps reflecting on the preciousness of being able to 
come together with a group of people interested in Dharma in a quiet location in the middle of a busy life in a chaotic world. Perhaps acknowledging the gift of this weekend the opportunity to step away from the busyness of doing and slow down explore the heart and mind and the possibility of reconnecting to yourself to the natural environment to your own true nature the way things are and you can sit and listen I will recite the metta phrases we'll use three phrases today directing metta toward ourself as the recipient, so we're intending something for ourselves. As you hear the words, imagine that you are directing them toward all parts of you. be happy, may I be peaceful, may I be well. Remember this I is you. May I be happy, may I be peaceful, may I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be well. May I be happy. Truly happy. Contented. beyond want. May I be peaceful, calm. May I live with ease. May I be well in all ways possible. 
May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be well. Remember that we're expressing an intention, so if there's a tug of war between the intention to be happy and feeling frustrated or lonely, confused, that this is okay, this is normal. We're emphasizing the well-wish of metta toward ourselves and waiting patiently to see if it replaces the other feelings, but we don't have to force any other feelings away. They can be there too. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be well. the mind becomes distracted and wanders far away from the meditation object of metta. Just notice this like you do during insight practice and replace that thought with the metta phrase. Coming back again as many times as you need to gently with an attitude of friendliness and forgiveness and non-judgment. This whole practice has a gentle quality that creates space for all experiences. Makes space for all parts of ourself. and seeks a genuine experience of well-being and friendliness. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be well. May I be happy. 
May I be peaceful. May I be well in all ways possible. May I be happy, truly happy, contented, beyond want in grasping and desire in pushing, beyond striving. May I be happy with things as they are, May I be peaceful and calm. May I be settled and grounded in my body. May I find ease in my day. Peace in my heart. May I be well and always possible. May I be free of harm and fear and worry. May I be free of the suffering of illness and aging. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. And now continuing to recite the phrases over silently to yourself. You're welcome to adjust the pace, either putting the phrases very close together so there's not a lot of space. That would sound like this. May I be happy, may I be peaceful, may I be well. May I be happy, may I be peaceful, May I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be well. Or you might try leaving quite a bit of room between each phrase. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be well. And we'll go ahead and work more individually now. You can experiment with the pace of the phrases. See if you can really connect in with the inner wish, the healthy desire, so that the words are not hollow, but they emerge out of a sincerity that regardless of conditions, 
you simply are able to give voice and feeling to the wish you hold for your deepest well-being and peace. And just connecting in with the healthy wanting. And again, if the mind gets distracted, you can come back to the phrase starting at the beginning, may I be happy.
May I be happy, may I be peaceful, may I be well. May I be happy, may I be peaceful, may I be well.
may I be happy, truly happy. May I be peaceful and live with ease, with a mind that is calm and a heart that is open and connected, not shut down or closed. May I be well in all ways. protected from inner and outer harm. May metta practice be a great protection. Shielding me from all the variations of dosa anger and ill will and frustration. May I be happy, peaceful, and well. And now, Allowing for a felt sense of others in the room. People sitting in front of you and behind you. People sitting to the left and to the right. Whether you have a visual image of the group sitting together or just knowing that they're present, that they're here with you. And directing metta toward the whole group. May each of you be happy, just like I wish to be happy. May you be happy. May you be peaceful, just as I wish to be peaceful and at ease. May this practice afford you many opportunities for tranquility and calm. May the practice and the teachings and the nature that's here provide comfort and safety. May you be well in your days and in your nights. May you be well in your body and in your mind. May this practice be of good benefit to you. May you achieve what you most deeply seek. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be well. 
You might even feel the presence of others around you and take that feeling as the focus of your attention toward which you direct these well wishes. May you be happy, peaceful, and well. May you be happy, peaceful, and well. May you be happy, peaceful, and well. happy, peaceful, and well.